Good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday to you. Uh, morning, afternoon, evening, wherever it is you are. Uh, this is Coffee Break. I am Spencer Campbell, uh, Gila RPGs. Coffee Break is an opportunity for me to hang out with cool friends and just awesome people in the RPG scene and just like catch up or talk about whatever is interesting or on your mind this week. Uh, and Paladin and I have been having a great chat in the pre-show, so I'm excited to just kind of keep going with that. Um, but speaking of, allow me to hand the mic over to my guest for a moment here uh, to introduce themselves. Uh, I've got HTT Paladin here. Paladin, would you int introduce yourself to the fine folks at home? Hi. Uh, <clears throat> my legal name may as well be Paladin at this point, because <laughs> no one really knows my legal name despite being published. Um, I'm best known as the co-director for the Islands of Sina Una. Uh, I just released Incantations, a 5e of just a bunch of weird magic spells and prose. Uh, and I'm trying to finish up an interview book called Polyhedral. I'm very excited about that interview book. Uh, Thank you. Especially after what you were <laughs> telling me just before we went live about your first interview with it. <laughs> uh, it sounds like the... the... The preview got released with backers and whatnot, but yeah, I interviewed Banana Chan, and you know, again, I went into it with like an agenda, like a thing, a thing in mind. I'm like, oh, this is what this book is gonna be. And like in my first interview, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Fuck it, I'm, I'm silly. I don't know what I'm talking about. Clearly, I just want to hear what these assholes have to say. Uh, because I don't know. I don't know if it, if you need to be weird to do game design, or if game design naturally makes you weird. Mm. Yeah, what is the time order of weirdness in game design? That's a that's a good question to try and untangle. I didn't realize that the first yeah. interview was with with Banana Chan. That makes sense based off of what you were telling me about. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I interviewed Banana Chan once. Right as what is her Kickstarter? Uh, why does her writers are Kickstarter started? And then again after finished. So there's two Banana Chan interviews in there. Um, and then I interviewed like a bunch of other people, and then I had to scrap two interviews because they came. They, those people turned out to be, you know, not so great. Uh, added like three more on. Had to drop two because they didn't respond to emails on the timeline. Um, and yeah, right now I'm just kind of racing to the finish. The problem is that transcription makes my brain go numb. Yeah, that sounds. Uh, that sounds like. Are they, I'm assuming these are pretty long interviews that you're doing with folks. Yeah, some of these interviews hit like two hours. God, transcribing that <laughs> yeah and like it's weird for me to just talk now mm. uh after having to listen to myself talk in interviews and not just like hear my hear me say full-on sentences but like hear a sentence go back 15 seconds hear a sentence go back 15 seconds hear myself say the sentence again go forward go wait a minute did i really say that go back to the same sentence oh <laughs> What fun! What fun that is! Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, uh, I I made this special hell for myself, so. And now you live in it. Now you live in it. Yeah. Um, just before this, we were talking about because you were saying um, you hadn't seen Seven Thirty in a while. I think you might be my second person I've talked to who's on the West Coast. So I've I've had only had two people who I've had to put through the agonizing task of waking up at seven thirty so far. And the other one was Dan Phipps, and he's got kids, so he was up at like five already, I'm sure. Uh, so I do apologize, right. but you mentioned that you were drinking I a mean, very hot cider. 
Yeah, just the hottest, sexiest apple cider imaginable. <laughs> like, ooh. You look at it and go like, ooh, that's a sexy apple. Yeah, I'm, I'm drinking temperature-wise a very... It's still steaming mm. is how hot it is. Uh, I figure the hotter, hotter it is, the more taste there is. And so far, I haven't been proven wrong. Yeah, I, you know, I was telling you about this. It's It's so... You, my partner, eat, drinking and eating things that are literally boiling, my mind can't comprehend it. I'm, I go to like my parents or my uh, my partner's parents' home, and her mom cooks this delicious meal, and it's all like sizzling off the grill, boiling in the pot, handed to me, and I'm just like, I'm sorry, I'm a baby, and we'll have to wait ten minutes before I can eat any of this. And so everybody's enjoying their food, and I'm just kind of like, this looks great, it smells great. <laughs> And then I get to I'm eat. pretty sure I'm pretty sure to love to have when I was a teenager where we would have these big family dinners and uh, my mother would like put out like lumpia or something. Mm. And it'd still be like hot to even touch, you know? Like still steaming, people having some polite conversation while they're eyeing uh, the food. <laughs> I thought to myself, if I start now, I can have like seconds while they're having their firsts. <laughs> So literally just me like crying, eating people be like, hey, are you okay, Paladin? You does that hurt? I'm like, no, nah, I'm fine. Cause I got uh, more. I just, yeah, like I can eat more than y'all. I'm eating sooner than y'all. And of course, there's a teenager talking to like, you know, a dude, uh, a person, two people in their like middle in their middle ages, and like two children. Right. Of course I'm gonna I'm gonna have seconds. Of course I'm gonna eat more than them. You know? <laughs> I miss that black hole stomach you have as a teenager. The infinite void. God, just the the constant trash I would put into my body with virtually no cost at the time. Yeah, literally, just like 40, 40 McNuggets, let's go. It's fine. I'm just going to slam back down and go back to being a, a functioning human. <laughs> and now it's like, and now it's like, I had 10 nuggets I need to lay down. That'd be I a huge mistake. don't like it. Yeah. Don't like it. I didn't sign up for this. I didn't sign up for this. I want my I want my bottomless pit back. Uh, I want to go back to eating like Goku. Fuck. <laughs> that is that is a good goal. That is a, God. Those are those are just the best scenes. It, it just seems such like a delightful time to eat when Goku's eating. Um, mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I uh, I've been uh, I've been eating a lot. Lately, speaking of the bottomless void, uh, my um, my partner's mom's birthday was last week, uh, and I like to cook, so I, I enjoy cooking birthday dinners for folks. Um, and she asked for steak, and I don't like steak at all. I don't like I, my brain. I just can't get it. I don't know why I don't like it. I love seafood. Like if I if you give me a choice between a steak and like a delicious fillet, I always go for the fillet of fish, not the McDonald's, but man, maybe that too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had to cook a steak and I literally just handed it to them and I went, "I think this is good. I have no idea." It was one of those leap of faith moments, and it turned out I did a pretty good job. So I'm, I'm in a good food mode right now this weekend. Oh hell yeah! I need to get back into cooking more and more. Um, and like every single time I finish like a good meal, I feel like, oh, this is what it means to be alive, <laughs> to be truly human. <laughs> Warmth 
and deliciousness. Yes, this is the essence of true humanity. And the next day, I'm a possum riding through a McDonald's bag. Right, exactly. Right? I'll, I'll convince myself to cook once or twice in a week and really give myself a, a hearty pat on the back. Like, you did it, Spencer. You really did it. Now, yeah, that could be a monster. <clears throat> I've been eating. I've been eating uh, way too much takeout recently. I feel like the more takeout I eat, the more I'm just, in essence, feeding my depression. <laughs> more or less. Yeah, like so. I'm trying. I'm trying to slowly ebb my way back into eating like a regular person, which is not like some fanciful lord. Because uh, like the 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 absurdity of Uber has not been lost on me. The magic of like DoorDash is not lost on me. Where you can pay someone. You know, like seven dollars as a tip. I'm like, I want this food. I don't want to drive there. Bring it to me. Mm. You know, you feel like an asshole for asking your roommate to like bring you something from the kitchen, but like you can be like, Ed, here's a tip. Drive halfway across the city for me. I want some ramen. Right. Like that. <clears throat> it's still absurd to me on on a very high level. <clears throat> I don't want that to go away ever. You know. Yeah. That's good. It's good to hold on to that. It's good to to, to yeah. constantly be thinking about that. Um, so speaking of this this interview book, I'm I'm I am curious about the the interview um the the polyhedra book that you're working on. Um, yeah. Uh, how do how many people did you end up interviewing for that? I'm curious. I <clears throat> I want to say a little over thirty. That's awesome. That's awesome. Are these uh when you like. Because I'm always curious about these sorts of things. Because I know, like Sandy Pug did an interesting thing recently, where it was for like just small quotes of games that like are inspiring to you, and they're just like these one little pagers. And they, you know, specifically reached out to just everybody and got a wide variety. Like, what, what kind of folks did you end up getting? Because I think you said your original intent of the book was how to like become a game designer or, or make it. But uh... yeah, yeah, I. In 2020, while working on uh, my first ever book, I ran into the frustrations that you run into when you make RPG books. Mm. Um, and I was just fucking pissed off one day because, like, we were just into the high, into that initial height of the pandemic um, when everything was closed down. We were all really feeling it that first month, as opposed to feeling it, you know, now. Um, mad. Um, and like, I was just like, first I thought, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna go on a Twitter. Uh, make a shit post thread and then go back to work. Um, <coughs> sorry, I keep coughing. No, don't worry about um, it. And and like I was like, you know, uh, I'd ask all these guys all kinds of questions, making a bunch of jokes, yada yada. And like instantly, like five of my design friends were like, "Hey, I'm in," and I'm like, "You know, I'm fucking joking. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm joking. You know, this is a little like, ha ha. You know, like that. This is this is a not." Goof. This is not a thing I'm doing. Um, so the tagline for the book for a while was a Twitter joke gone horribly awry. Nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I went into the book thinking like, hey, I want advice on how to make this kind of stuff. Um, and then I, like, I'll ask people, I, throughout the book, I'll ask people like different, you know, uh, advice questions. Mm. But by and large, I realized that RPG nerds, people who make these books, most interviews are just advertisements. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they're, it's, it's like it's like when uh, you watch Jimmy Fallon and they're like promoting some new movie or something, you know? Right. Uh, and that's how it felt because I was doing interviews for my first book, for Cena, 
And like, I'd be getting like the same, like seven or eight questions every time. Mm. And the first time you get them a couple times, it's like kind of novel. After a while, you learn to put on a good face and go on like autopilot mode. Yeah. Um, you know, and that, you know, I want to learn more about, you know, individual projects, but also just the people who make these books are some of the weirdest fucking people. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't want to like seem lazy and use like a catch all term or a word that gives up essentially where it goes, I don't know, it's weird, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of vibe. Um, but God, some of these fucking people, they're little freaks. <laughs> uh, at one at one point at one point I remember and I don't know if I cut this out yet uh, I called someone a smarmy little fuck nice very good and that's and that's pretty much the tone of the book um, <laughs> just these long ass conversations about the different games that are talking about like how they got into RPGs why they do it what gets them into it and then trolling out from there I remember interviewing uh the two guys behind Morkborg. Mm. And the writer was talking about, yeah, so during during the night, during the day, I'd be working my day job learning researching on how to save people. And then at night I'd be writing them about how to kill people. That was very cathartic. And I'm <laughs> there sitting in my chair going, What the fuck do you mean you research COVID? What do you mean? <laughs> you know? These are some, uh, talked... some, some weird little folks here in the in the RPG yeah. scene, it turns out. Uh, I talked with uh, Matthias, who works over at uh, Free League. Mm. Yeah, Free League. Um, just talking about uh, the history of gaming in Sweden uh, and how they knew about D&D, &D, but they didn't really give a shit about D&D because &D. they had their own version of, like, you know, their, the, the old school fantasy stuff. Yeah. And like just just random shit like that. I think at one point I was screaming with John Shim about why three point five is kind of awful to play now. Uh, just random ass shit yeah. that we just kind of went into. That's awesome. I remember for I remember for a few weeks after the week I did the Morkwork interview, I was I was really on a kick about community and what it actually means to make a community because mm. like they make like almost nothing on Morkwork sales. They don't really give a shit. Oh, interesting. Because like Morkboard is a, because like has like so many like intricate pieces to it, uh, the silver foil on the interior pages, the 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 ribbon, the interior like the interior cover art, is just a bunch of rules pages and stuff like that, yeah. and they don't make a whole lot off each book. They don't really care because they have day jobs. They just wanted to make a fun thing, but often they'll just take the the profit from those books and pour it into a new like Morkboard project, you know. Yeah, it's how they support their own internal community, and so now people online say the teacher of each community, uh, and they're American. My instant guttural response is, "You fucking liar!" Because um, <laughs> like it's it's like when someone says, "You know, hey, TTRPG family, you know they're about to be shitty for like five minutes straight." Uh -huh. um, someone saying, "Hey, TTRPG community," it's like a little yellow flag for me now. Okay, that's good. That's good to know. I. That makes, uh, first of all, the Borkborg sales thing makes sense to me because I remember when I bought my copy and I was confused at the price tag because I was like, I've seen this thing. I know what I'm getting. Why am I only paying this much money for it? Uh, yeah. It's wild, the value of that book compared to what you pay for it. 
Yeah, I've seen similar books uh, of the same like price tag, and it's like black, white, sort of newspaper quality paper. Mm -hmm. And their stuff is just like, what the fuck did I buy? Excuse me? Am I being spoiled right now? Like, what the fuck is going on? You know? I... It's such, it was such a good, wholesome feeling to be getting for a book so dark and trying to be disturbing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's fascinating. That's fascinating. That I mean, that does make sense that they're... I'm glad that they're aware of it and that, that that's a decision they made. That's cool. Because, I mean, they have always been... The, I feel like the Morkborg scene is very cool about just, like, constantly cycling and fueling one another up, which is awesome. Like, they, you know, they had the the really neat, like, third-party license and the... I forget the name of it, but, like, the big space where, like, all the cool Morkborg stuff was all filtered to one place so you could find it. Um, yeah, they've mm -hmm. done a really good job of cultivating, like, just just the, the the people full of all of the dread right now. Yeah, yeah it's it's active community building with their with their own product, and that is a real hard to fucking do sometimes. Mm. Uh, and B kind of aspirational because yeah, there's like an online a bunch of online people who use similar hashtags, but like a sense of community is hard to really acquire some days. Yeah, I think especially right now living in a digital age in still a pandemic mind you like it's hard to foster a community yeah especially when things are so charged and i'm not i'm not gonna say anyone reason why it's like this or i feel like this but like people are very divisive on certain things these days for <laughs> right or wrong people are people are very quick to jump to like and fuck this mm. which like good for them make your own like online safe space online place safe but also just it's so jarring sometimes. Yeah. Know? I've I've been like in the weird Twitter headspace lately. Like I've been stuck in there where like I don't know I've got to figure out how to engage with Twitter in a way that is better for me because how I'm doing it right now is not working for me. Um because exactly like you said it is incredibly divisive. It is and like I have felt myself become more like like I can be, I can go from zero to a hundred more so now than I ever went before. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it just sucks. It just sucks being always online because that's the only way people are ever gonna know about any of my shit. So I have to be posting about it on Twitter. But then also like, what? It just takes one bad interaction with somebody for my brain to go, well, the day is lost and this person sucks and everything is the worst right now. Uh, it's 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 miserable, <laughs> and I haven't figured yeah. it out. I, you know, things were already kind of like, you know, unsteady heading into 2020. Mm -hmm. And then we had a year where an Ebola outbreak in June of 2020 was quickly forgotten. Yeah. Do you know how things, how bad things have to be for Ebola to be the footnotes? Right. Like, I I think murder hornets showed up at one point and they were quickly dismissed. Yeah. Ebola! And murder horns were footnotes in the grand tapestry of 2020. Yeah, it's gonna like grind against people for so long. I, in recent times, I I've just been like keeping my distance from spending too much time on Twitter. Like I will be on there for a little bit and then scroll for a little bit and then me forget about Twitter for most of the day. You know, amazing. I I posted up. Uh, I finished up a puzzle. I glued it. I put I put it in a frame. Uh, and that was how I spent my very exciting Friday night in. Uh, 
and I put it online, and then I just put away my phone. That's a lie. I went on like webtoons, but like I put away Twitter. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if Twitter. I've, I've decided if Twitter isn't get actively giving me joy for something, or if there's something that I have to be actively engaged with, I'm kind of done. Yeah. Um. Because whenever any like discourse happens in the TTRPG community, again, yellow flag. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of talk from a lot of people who don't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who like to talk as if they know, but really they have an opinion and a couple thousand people following them. Yeah, and I'm tired. I don't want to be tired anymore. Yeah. I got seven books I'm I'm writing on, producing for, doing layout for. Like I, I got other shit to do at this point in my life. Right. Yeah. I I I envy you. I wish I could like just put a thing on the phone and be like, all right, phone, I don't need you anymore for a little bit. Uh mm-hmm. I'm learning it. I'm learning <clears throat> it. I'm it's gonna be hard. Well, it's gonna be hard this upcoming week because it's spring break for us. So I'm yeah, you know, I'm not teaching next week. And so now I have nothing but time to look at the internet, and like at least before I had my job that could distract me. <laughs> um, yeah, I've I've had to like get things that actually pull my attention attention away, and I focus mm. away. So when I'm doing a puzzle, I'll also listen to the Magnus Archives because mm. I got that like I I don't want to diagnose myself because I'm again I'm not a doctor. Um, I should never be a doctor uh, or play one on TV. Um, and I'm pretty sure I have ADHD, mm. but I don't know for certain quite yet because I don't have the money to go like talk to a doctor about it. Um, like five <clears throat> years to wait to get your appointment. Yeah, uh, but like unless I have something like, occupying both my 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 thinking brain and my physical body, uh, I'll wander, and usually that'll take me to Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I'm playing like Elden Ring, I'm listening to a podcast, which. Uh, it's kind of dangerous to do, I realize, but I mean, I'm going to die anyways. Um, That's actually really I brilliant. Need keep... <laughs> yeah, I need to, I need two things uh, constantly occupying myself so I don't go to Twitter. Uh, and it's been working. I, I need them less and less and just not automatically go to Twitter. You know, that like old loop of like, close Twitter, open new tab, open Twitter. Yeah. I, I just... I'm doing all these hand signs right now, and I don't know why, because no one can see them but me. Because you can't see past this line. Right. I, I, I'm shrugging with my hands too, but no one can really see it either. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Right. I, well, first of all, I, yeah. So, like, I play, I play Destiny, like an unreasonable amount of Destiny. And yeah, I do the same thing. I, I listen to something while I'm playing Destiny, and that's enough stimuli in going into my brain that I won't be like, and what's also going on Twitter right now? But I have been playing Elden Ring, and I've, for some reason, have not been playing other things while I'm playing Elden Ring. I'm just playing it, and I'm. I feel like I if I dip if I play something else, it'll distract me and I'll die. But you're exactly right. I'm gonna die anyway. I should just listen to something. Have some weird yeah, things like, going on while I explore this weird ass world. Yeah, like I I'll hit a flow state where I'm listening to like someone talk about some like murder mystery in Toronto. Mm. Um, and I'll be like, and I'll end game with like this fucking crab, this motherfucking shit, goddamn fuck. Hi, can't fuck. You know, I'm gonna die anyways. Right. Um, and then when I need to focus, I'll take off like the podcast. I'll be like, it'll be my big DVZ reveal moment. I'll be like, yeah, I'm ready now. Let's do this. And I'll still die, but I'll be more focused when I die at least. Right. 
it's that it's that moment i don't know if you experience it uh when you're driving somewhere and you've never been to that place before and you're starting to get close and you like turn the volume of your music down or you turn your music off so that you can find the place better it's the same thing where it's like all right i'm gonna pause the podcast because now it's it's real mode i'm gonna i'm gonna die but concentration and death um, yeah like when my when i go to convention and my plane lands i'm like all right time to turn this down <laughs> <laughs> to focus in, I'm getting off this air, off out of this airport, because um, some airports are a fucking labyrinth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you playing Christ. as in uh, Elden Ring? I'm just curious. Oh, I went with Bandit, and I had a lot of regrets at first. Mm. <laughs> I had a lot of regrets at first, um, just because like you get a bunch of arcane, you get a lot of dexterity, and another one can do something to make high damage builds. I see. So I had this, I had this fucking butter knife that I can't really you know do a whole lot of damage with. Um, and this buckler and like shit to your armor, and I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do here? Why did I do this to myself? <laughs> yeah, because every other class is like, hey, here's some vigor and stamina and those ba- those basic things you need to survive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I'm essentially someone who wandered in, stole some stuff off the ground, was like, I'm part of the Elden Ring, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's not that's not the character. Like you have like you know the warrior and the vagabond and the prisoner and the inquisitor. And then you have like I'm the bandit, you know, doing the panic scream of like, am I supposed to be here? No one stopped me yet. Supposed to be here. Yeah, very um, good. But I, I'm playing a lot more, and I got got some better weapons, and I'm having a lot of fun. Oh, good. Turns out, to have an easy time in an RPG, you have to level up. That's a weird concept to me. It's a weird concept to me. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about it on Twitter, but I beat the first boss uh, at level five. What? Excuse I, me. <laughs> yeah, I I traveled around a lot, just explored, um, and upgraded those uh, summonable wolves up to level three. Okay. <laughs> and like the first boss, you go in with like, you know the little sorcerer pal yeah. near, the, near the gate, and you go in with the wolves, and I would just run behind them, stab them once, and then dodge roll backwards and keep doing that over and over like a fucking coward. <laughs> um, just sing yeah. your dogs off. <laughs> yeah wow yeah that's amazing fuck him that fuck amazing. that guy you know i agree you get your little sorcerer yeah. pal you got your your good dog friends what else could you yeah. need it's, who needs it's levels kind of, it's kind of like yeah no like it's kind of kind of like when you play skyrim you can become the arc mage of the college mm-hmm. world at like level four yeah like that's straight up just like going just bullshit you're like ha i'm here now this i would like to be in mess. charge now <laughs> Just like going, I'm gonna be the, I'm gonna be in charge here. Like still going through the, like you're still struggling to put like flames down on the game, and all of a sudden, like here you go, here are the archmage's robes and mask. <laughs> Thank you very much. I will lead with ingenuity and creativity for everyone. Like you're still going through active combat puberty still. Right. Oh, I fucking miss playing. I fucking miss having fun with Skyrim. God. That is, it's been a while since I've picked up Skyrim, but a lot of fun. I know if I go into it, I'm going to lose about four months of my fucking life. You're, so you're, you're the, you're one of those people who can like just dive in and then you're just wholly back into it, even if you've like played it a fuck ton already. Oh yeah. Um, here's, here's my constant plight. I, I want a game, right? I want a game that has RPG mechanics and like it's between third person and first person shooter, but like that has... Let's do melee if you want to. And I want to be able to customize my weapons and my armor. 
and want to have maybe a combat companion, and they want to have really into base building. And the moment I can have that, when it's not Fallout, great. Mm. <laughs> um, that's when I that's when I leave the internet. Um, but it's but so far there's only Fallout. Yeah. Um, and there's you know sort of Minecraft, but like not really. You know, there's no intrinsic reason to do base building in Minecraft. There's no real internal motivation to make things fancy, and I like making things fancy. Um, and most games don't get as in depth as fall into crafting, and I hate it. Right. I, I desire crafting, maybe desire a gun. That's all I want in the game. Uh, the moment Destiny lets me customize like an apartment, I'm gone. I'm dead. We'll, I'm just. I'm we'll not going to be around see anymore. You again. <laughs> yeah, I'll finish up my current books and just peace out, disappear into Ethereum, just like slowly lower my opacity until I'm fucking gone. <laughs> just fade away. Wow. Mm -hmm. I mean, that does sound like a really fun game. I would like to play that game whenever it comes out. Uh... Same. I got. I have a lot of reservations about the new uh, Bethesda game, but I know that's that's my best bet of getting what I want. The sci-fi one? Which is, yeah, Starfield, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know it's dire when it's like, yeah, Bethesda's the one I need. That's who I'm gonna count on right now. Yeah, all reliable, Bethesda. <laughs> it's a bad feeling. It's a bad taste in my mouth. When is that coming out? I don't remember when that's coming out. It's been teased so long and so often that I figure it'll be here when it arrives. Yeah. Because uh, any, like, thoughts about when it'll arrive will just give me psychic damage. Fair. Fair. That's fair. Oh, there's a, a person I... in, in chat who says they sincerely hope Elden Ring gets a first-person mod. Oh, that'd be interesting. That <laughs> would be a nightmare to do all the dodging and rolling in first-person. <laughs> but I could try it. I... What was that movie that came out a while ago that was in first-person perspective? Oh, yeah. Hardcore Henry. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to play Hardcore Henry. <laughs> uh, like, I don't I don't know if you've ever done, like, a somersault before, but can you imagine doing, like, 80 in a minute? Like, <laughs> fuck your camera, honestly. Just... And then let's, let's, let's take it a step further and get it as a VR supported uh mod as well so you could really be in it oh christ i so when vr was first becoming like a really popular thing um my friend adam he got one because he uh has a wide living room in his apartment and his computer's in the middle of the room and he thought okay i'm gonna vr headset and a bunch of us always assemble at his place for for new year's and we went to his place for new year's and my friend michael put it on to test that to play around and he was playing that one uh, zombie game in VR. I don't know what it is. Sunset Overdrive or something. I I don't know. Um, and he nearly roundhouse kicked my fucking head. <laughs> I don't know why this memory comes up or why I talk about it on this on this thing in particular. But uh, Michael, if you ever for some reason hear this, you almost roundhouse kicked me in the fucking head, you jackass. We gotta find oh my Michael. god! You don't even use your leg in the game. You have two fucking hand controllers. Why the fuck are you kicking, man? Um, and that's a message to a future person. Uh, yeah. Nice. Very good. Fuck. <laughs> we have a. I don't know why that erupted into my fucking head, but here we are. But you're in it now. You you're fully yeah. back into the into the world. It's as if you were immer as immersed as a VR sim itself right now. 
Oh yeah. my god. Uh yeah, we have a we have a um VR headset here too and mostly just use it for Beat Saber at this point. It's most it's pretty much just my Beat Saber machine. Um but... Yeah, I have a Nintendo Switch and when I'm at traveling, that thing is basically my Ring Fit machine. Mm, mm-hmm. Uh, I am currently sh- crossing out the logo on this cup because I thought to myself originally, "Hey, I don't want to show off this company's logo when I'm drinking from when I'm drinking, so I'm going to put it in this mug." And I grabbed my coffee, one of my coffee mugs, and then I realized, "Hey, maybe let's not use the D and D mug." <laughs> I thought I saw it for a second. <laughs> Yeah, you did. Uh, a mug, a mug so heavy and fragile that if you ship it, it's going to break hundred percent, guaranteed. Yeah, and because and like we we me and my roommate moved moved here last about a year ago, um, and you know we had a small get together with some friends, and our friends were like, "Hey, do you want some D and D mugs?" And we're like, "Yeah, man, sure." And then he handed us like six large ass D and D mugs. That makes sense for my roommate because she works at D and D, but like. I don't know. It feels, it feels off. Like I, like I wore a D and D shirt to Session Zero, mm. which was this big like uh, indie. It was so uh, cool. Indie On game Gather? scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wore a fucking D and D shirt, <laughs> like a jackass. <laughs> I didn't think anything of it until someone went like, "That's a bold choice wearing a D and D shirt here." I'm like, "Fuck, you're right." I had to like, I had changed. Right. Like I was giving a talk too. Like. <laughs> Session Zero was awesome. It was very cool. I was, it was fucking great. Uh, when I stopped using Firefox for it, because mm. um, I was glitching through different chat rooms, and literally people were like, "Hey man, are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I was teleporting. <laughs> I don't know where I was." It, huh, there we go. Now you can't tell what I'm drinking. Could be anything. Could be. Anything. I don't know why. I don't know why it took like five minutes to scribble that out when my ginormous fucking hand covers completely. Right. <laughs> I didn't even think. I'm a smart person. I make books and I know English. Mm. Ding. Ringing endorsement. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's it's mm. it's still eight o'clock in the morning for you, so it's all good. Uh, yeah, I'm drinking this fuckable cider. Oh my god, it's so hot. I I, mm, <laughs> I want someone to out of contact clip that I'm just looking put it on Twitter. Because fuck it at this point, you know? Right. Throw spaghetti at the wall, see what makes me grow. <laughs> That's going to be it. That's going to be the thing that really launches you to the next level. Yeah, me talking about fuckable drinks. I mean, Ugh. shit posts can turn into magical things, as you have demonstrated with the interview book. A shit post just turns yeah, I... into things. I can't fucking joke about work on Twitter anymore because the moment I do, people are gonna be like, "Hey, that sounds great," and I'm like, "Shut the fuck up." Right. I mm, I don't want to sound too aggressive because I'm I'm usually pretty chill, but yeah, I can't joke on Twitter anymore. It's a fucking curse. Yeah. At this point, I have to make like a a, a TV an animated TV series, and let me tell you, I don't got that budget for like a minute of animation. You like. We'll we'll have to figure this out because I want I want I want this animated TV series. Fuck! I mean, you put it out here, and so now now it has. Yeah, to I know, I know. Yeah, no, I made a joke about polyhedral, and it became a thing. Right. I made a joke about working on like a, a solar punk book, and it's currently developments. You're um, doing a solar punk thing right now. 
Yeah, I'm doing a solar punk thing right now. Most solar punk stuff I've found in the past like year and a half really pisses me off. Because it's not punk. It's also just useless. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, there was like this ad a few months ago, and I, I forget what they were advertising, but it was just like showing off this like green solar punk future where it's like, oh yeah, it's the future and it's green and like the buses can fly and like we have a bunch of solar panels and uh, uh, robots and like. Look, there's a robot that there's a drone that flies in and dr brings you one container of liquid. And it's like, first off, what's really solar punk is sealing your windows properly. Mm. Um, <laughs> what's really solar punk is like building a ramp for people who with canes or wheelchairs instead of making a robot that costs $100,000 to lift someone in their wheelchair up two steps. Mm. Um, but like, it was just advertising. A lot of solar punk stuff is. A lot of nice imagery and very useless otherwise. Like, I think Art Station was, yeah, I think Art Station had this contest where, like, envision a solar punk future. Mm. <clears throat> and a bunch of these really talented artists, really skilled artists, made these grand sweeping architectures of concrete and glass and steel with no one around. <laughs> and, like, first off, where are you building these grand majestic buildings? You know? We're even these massive structures that will need to take space somewhere. And why is everything barren? Mm. You couldn't even do like a little shadows of people. There's just it's completely fucking empty. The only time things like that are empty is if there's like a mass plague. Um <clears throat> people either can't imagine a way to get there or they can't imagine being there. All they want is the very nice imagery and then to quickly move on. And it really agitates me. Mm. So, like, yeah, I'm working on a solar punk book, uh, but it's more along the lines of there is technology, but there's still the same old problems. Okay. Because people rely a lot on a left note to solve a lot of things. Um, that doesn't solve core issues of people, though. You know? It does not. <laughs> yeah. Like, there, like bioconcrete is concrete that has, like, algae in it, and, like, when, it, when you put it down and it breaks, it'll, like, absorb rainwater and like reheal re itself mm. that's stellar that's fantastic that's fucking that's fucking great i grew up in michigan and the old joke was we have two seasons there's construction and summer mm -hmm. <laughs> um and you know it doesn't solve the solve any other underlying issue with government or with people or people's greed yeah you know um, you can make all the flying drones that will bring you one container of look at all you want, but like there's still a people problem. Right. I don't know. It, it's a lot of wishy-washy nonsense, a lot of solar punk, where they're envisioning a future, but not like at all encouraging people to figure out the steps to get there, you know? Uh, so yeah, solar punk, but also trying not to be useless about it. Cool. Cool. Is it? I mean, I don't know how much you can or want to talk about it. Is it? Is it like a setting sort of thing that you're working on? Is it going to be? Yeah, it's a setting. Cool. It's a setting. I I need money, so I primarily work in five E. If I didn't need money so direly all the time, uh, I'll be working more outside of five E. Still, that's very cool. That's awesome. Yeah, there was a question in chat about what the heck is solar punk, uh, but I think I think it was largely covered. Solar solar punk is this uh, envisioning of a future that is more inclusive, more progressive, more focused on uh, internal and smaller communities, rather than giving into the spare of the larger megacities, mm -hmm. where you have cyberpunk that has these huge towering skyscrapers, and you know corporate greed is taking over, 
and you know you have all this hardware to replace limbs and missing organs solarprone tries to be a little ho more hopeful about the future um and you know early solarpunk focused on like envisioning of this fanciful future where you and your loved one can like be on your own personal dirigible um or talking about how you can create your own mini garden you know we have had solar wind and water power since the I always fuck up centuries, but like since the late 1800s, early 1900s, mm. um, people were envisioning all this stuff around Art Nouveau of like having electricity, you know, the luxury of electricity around electricity and wind power and solar power. And then like World War One happened, uh, which quickly threw everything into the fucking trash. And solar punk nowadays uh, in like the early 2000s was envisioning like a future where, you know, you would have these large-scale gardens. You would have these uh, w cities that were more friendly to disabled people, that were more inclusive, you know, wasn't so centered on different uh, power groups. Um, and people were able to better govern themselves and be more inclusive overall with art and artisans. And a lot of people look at solar punk and envision only the future, not the present. Mm. So you have a lot of uh, modern solar punk being taken as a political thing where they're trying to push for things that are more focused on the smaller communities. And it's great. I just wish there was more of the focus of the heart of it, of why it's called punk. Right. You know, people use punk really nearly nowadays, and I'm not a fan of it. It rarely, rarely is <clears throat> punk. Uh, yeah. You can take any word and add punk to it, and it sounds awesome. It's a great little tagline. Punk is just too fun of a word to say. It's a great you know. Word. Like if someone if some someone like very angrily calls you punk, you don't have a retort, you know. No, and I feel kind of cool about it. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, no, that's the essence of solar punk. It's trying to make uh, a future that is more renewable and less focused on uh, despair. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, that's it's a really good point about the idea that it. Um... People don't usually think about like the modern, like the modern setting of it, or like the modern implications of it. It is every time I think about it, it is always far flung future, almost like post apocalypse. Like now we have a chance to go in this solar punk direction, or if not that, then the like the weird shiny glass buildings uh, approach, like the utopian weird sterile utopian approach that you were describing earlier. Yeah, and like I don't want the world to go into an apocalypse. I don't want there to be some insane incident where people go like, "The past made dire mistakes, but we have to rebuild." Like, flat out, I'm not going to survive. Uh, my apartment is going to make a great living spot, but it's not going to be a thing where I go into the future. It's going to be a thing of someone found my place, took all the food out of my pantry, and was like, "Sick, I got food now." And leaves my corpse. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's what happens when there's apocalypse. I'm going to become a nice loot spot. Right. What kind of, um, what kind of loot will I drop? Mm. Yeah, like <laughs> the important question. Where this yeah. this show is coffee punk, as has been pointed out in chat. Uh, this is this is a coffee punk. <laughs> That's the genre of this Fuck. show. <laughs> Fuck. If I Google coffee punk, am I going to be upset? Let's find out. Ooh, that's actually a good question. What does come up with Coffee Punk? Oh. Uh, an actual Instagram account 
Oh no. Oh, now I'm mad because the first result was an Instagram account called NFT Coffee Bunk. No. Fuck. No. Curse. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Truly a nightmare. God. We live. We live in the nightmare. Could couldn't be less this. punk. Couldn't be less punk. Um, oh no, the antithetical. God damn it, that's actually upsetting. That the first result is an NFT Instagram account. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a huge bummer. Uh, so I guess we're gonna have yeah, to kind of is. we're gonna have to rebrand the show. It is no longer Coffee Punk. Uh, we'll <laughs> we'll have to brainstorm that between now and next week. God damn, that's I've never been I've never had the wind taken out of my sails quite so hard or fast. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that was quick. That was a real fast, a real fast turn. That was a real that a little Ooh. bit of whiplash. <laughs> Ooh, mama, that hurt. Ooh. Fucking NFTs, man. This is a solar coffee show. That's the proposal from chat. We're a solar coffee show. <laughs> Interpret that however you want. Um, I drink my coffee kind of hot. Paladin drinks cider piping hot. Hot as the uh, sun, honestly- you might say. Honestly, man, like I'm holding this right now, like my hand hurts. Mind blowing. How? 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 Uh, I don't know. The more hot it is, the more tasty it is. <laughs> you keep saying that. You're. It's like you're trying to convince yourself that's true. <laughs> no, because like people go for like hot, spicier and spicier foods, and like it tastes good to them, you know. Yeah. Um. So there is some truth in it. Like I, I, God, I'm remembering now. This is a core memory. Uh, <laughs> me and my family were at like, yeah, just like, <laughs> my family were at like. I was. This is when I was in high school. My family went to this shopping center tower in Chicago, mm-hmm. and you know, I roamed off a bit. Went to the Lego, which Lego store, went to a clothing store because I'm a teenager. Yeah. Why would I ever want to hang out with my family? You know. Um. And I came back. And I saw my my brother, who was seven years younger than me, on a bench crying into a bowl of cold of like uh, frozen yogurt. And I'm like, "What the fuck happened? Is he okay? Is he hurt?" And I go over there, and I'm regaled with the story of they were in the spice shop, the pepper store, and my brother's going around looking at different things. And I've tried that. I've tried that. I've tried that. And the guy behind the counter looks at them and says, "Hey." Do you want to try the hottest thing in the store right now? <laughs> uh, and like, you know, remember those my dad? Dad goes, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Guy puts on two latex gloves. <laughs> That's a good start. Which is a great start. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pulls out a, a vial about uh, this big, I want to say, which is like, you know, inch and a half tall. Um, pulls pulls out a popsicle stick. Puts a, puts a drop on the popsicle stick and says, okay, this goes in your tongue, not your gums. On your just, just on your tongue, not your gums. Okay. Goes, yeah. Okay. Puts it on there. As he does, he says, "Next door is a frozen yogurt shop. Just go there." What I found out later on was that my brother had a drop of ghost chili extract oh uh, put onto his tongue directly, um, causing this. I I want to say at the time, ten year old. To just openly weep because of the pain. Oh, no. Um, oh. 
and and here's the here's the fuckery of it. He's had frozen yogurt since. He has said to me that particular frozen bowl of frozen yogurt tasted all the better because of the spice. Mm. Fuck that kid. Fuck him. Um, I'm never I'm never doing that to myself. Fuck that. No. <laughs> so, but my my vice is like a is like temperature hot. You know, I okay. A lot of like uh, delivery tastes like nothing to me because like by the time it gets over to me, it's lost a lot of its heat. Yeah. Uh, I've learned the hard way that you shouldn't order uh, fish and chips via uh, yeah. delivery because they lose that crunch on the on the way through. Right. There's a weird like there's weird like rants in this interview in this talk between us about me bitching about food. <laughs> hey, that's this is whatever comes up comes up. That's that's the premise. Um. Wow, I it I am I like I said I was telling you before I'm the biggest baby both in terms of temperature and spice. So truly, I am the most boring person to eat with. Where it's like, let it cool do you, down and don't handle, put a lot of spice in it, please. Can you handle cold food? Like, do you just like hardcore just with your teeth eat ice cream? I can't. Yeah, I I'm all about cold. You're food. a fucking freak. <laughs> Uh, when I <laughs> when I was in high school, I drank Monster Energy drinks in place of water. Okay. Uh, so my gums and, and teeth are hypersensitive now to any cold. Okay. Uh, so hearing anyone be able to like, yeah, I just chew ice cream. Fuck you. First off. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's that's true. Cold, cold. I like cold. I'm I'm into it. I'm one of those weirdos who prefers cold pizza. I'm, I truly have a, a nightmare to be around and to, <laughs> and to plan any kind of food with. <laughs> I want, I want my pizza to have toppings that border on liquid. If we eat together, if we, if we ever eat a meal together, it'll be a two-hour-long meal because you will eat and then I will wait forever and then I. Will <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna have a lovely meal, uh-huh. eating my food, and then playing Sudoku while you continue <laughs> to eat. God, what a fucking nerd thing! I'm like, I want to play Sudoku while I wait for you to finish your food. Fucking end me, Jesus Christ! But better what is coming out of my fucking mouth. Better to be playing Sudoku on your phone than going onto Twitter to go all full circle right back <laughs> to what we said. Before. Yeah, sure, but that's all the saying. Hey, Ellie, it's not a stick in the eye. It's like, yeah, I guess, but still. <laughs> there's a there's a question in chat since we are talking about food so much. Is there a particular like RPG setting food that you would like to taste in real life? Or I guess just like any like if you can't think of an RPG setting food. I'm trying to think of food and games. I I can't tell you how much just the degree I uh, of want I have. Of in any RPG setting, wanting to know what the fuck dragon tastes like. Because mm. like in every single in every single RPG I've ever seen, <laughs> I'm bourbon, sorry. Um, where like they talk about food or they bring up, you know, using all the parts of the body, mm. any kind of jazz like that. They bring up eating dragons. Yeah. And I want that. I understand that, like, I would have to, like, be capable of killing a dragon myself. But, like, I can get in shape. 
I'll learn how to I'll learn how to use a spear. I don't care. I need to know. If ever you know? there's a thing to motivate me to get in shape, it's so that I can eat a dragon. Yeah, no, like any re any reason that people can give me about working out and getting in shape, mm-hmm. like I I kind of just do it to get my blood rushing the most. I can like you know have brain power to do word stuff. Yeah. Um, like any reason people give me where it's like, yeah, you know, you can have a better life, can be more active, you can have more energy in the day, you can fuck better, like things, all these different reasons. They're like, eh. If someone told me, hey, if you can like, if you can like deadlift this many pounds. You're qualified to use this spear to kill that dragon, and then you can eat it. I would already be halfway through the workout. You know? <laughs> Just thinking to myself, I'm gonna make a pie! Like, I want to know what dragon tastes like. I'm pretty sure it's gonna taste like crocodile or alligator. Yeah, I was about to say, do you think it's but like I, gator? I, I need to fucking know, man. Yeah. I need to know. And I think it might be like gator, because, like, those kind of reptilians. Uh, you know, evolved to that certain point mm-hmm. and went, I'm good. We're good. And that's terrifying to me. That's terrifying, like, in the animal kingdom where you're still dealing with, it, like, the, the hierarchy, with the, the, the food pyramid, the chain of command, like, chain of command. What <laughs> yeah. the fuck is that? The rabbits chain report of, the... to the wolves. <laughs> well, you're still dealing with the circle of life that humanity has clearly exited out of. Like, I am terrified of crocodiles not like, you know, oh, it's going to bite me, but just, why did y'all stop? Yeah. What do they know that we still, don't know? <laughs> things can still eat y'all. Like, there are certain large cats that eat y'all. Why did y'all decide you were done? Yeah. What do you know? Mm-hmm. Are you storing your points to get flight all of a sudden? <laughs> get a, they're just grinding. They've been grinding. They're the, they're the person at the beginning of Warcraft who's just grinding rats or whatever, and then they're going to just suddenly be... <laughs> About max level. That that fucking that fucking one South Park episode of just killing boars in the forest on to like no end. Right. That's what here's what I hate. Here's what I hate. I saw that South Park episode when I was like when I was a kid, and I thought to myself, you couldn't just keep killing boars in the forest. Eventually, they become, they become green to give you experience. Uh, and that's the kind of shit that gets you put into a locker. Mm, yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for my large frame, I'm pretty sure I would have been bullied for these kind of thoughts in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Deservedly, too, but still. Do you think there's variations in taste of dragon based off of, like, chromatic versus metallic and all that good stuff? I would say not because of their skin tone, but more about their internal organs. Because, like, I can't imagine that the organ that makes, like, super cold stuff is the same as the yeah. as the organ that makes super hot stuff. I want to try anything that could produce uh, an acid, because like that must taste like something vinegary, and I want to try something that is innately vinegary, um, that isn't ammonia based. Okay. I I'm pretty sure the reason why lions aren't hunted as often as as other animals is because of the ammonia in their bodies. I did not know this. Yeah, certain animals you can't eat because they're just super toxic. Some animals have chemicals in their bodies that just like if you get close to a little bit of it, you'd fuck you you know fucking hurt yourself. But some animals just have chemicals in their body that like if you eat them, you'll just get all fucked up. It's weird biology stuff. Like it's kind of like how like dogs can't eat garlic because mm. uh, it's more toxic to them than uh, chocolate. Right. Interesting. Interesting. 
you you read upon you read upon weird shit when you're working on RPG books or RPG games. RPG yeah. games. I Ooh, RPG games. You say RPG games? <laughs> yeah. I I'm gonna go to the ATM machine. Mm -hmm. We'll use your pin number. I'm gonna go to the ATM <laughs> machine so I can get some money to go watch an NFL league game. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. God. The cider's still kicking it. The cider's still... Oh, the cider's here. I had no excuse. No, I have no excuse. Clearly, this is just me now. This is just yeah. me and my curse mentality. Uh, well, now I'm hungry. Now I'm hungry thinking about all this uh, all this dragon meat. Uh, one day. One day. I mean, honestly, I can live without... I can live... I want to know, but I can live without, like... 12 ton lizards flying around shooting elements around. I, I guess. I don't know. Every single movie where they bring about a dragon to modern day society, it doesn't go well for most people. Yeah. Yeah. But it could be pretty tasty for a short period of time. Oh, like for a short period of time, it'd be fucking delicious. Up until, <laughs> someone went, up until we have like someone Tiger King, a bunch of dragons, you know? Oh, God. You know what's going to happen, uh -huh. you know? Some people go into dragons thinking Monster Hunter. Some people go into thinking Monster Rancher. Yeah, and like the latter category, I'm I fucking fuck those people. Fuck yeah. those people. Mm -hmm. They're gonna cause you know, God, I remember now. I seen this movie from like the early two thousands, where like dragons were in like a major metropolitan area, and it was horrific early two thousand CGI for dragons. <laughs> in an era where Jimmy Neutron was cutting edge, they wanted to have a large-scale CGI dragon. <laughs> like I love early 2000 CGI movies. It's oh, it's good. It's it's it's, it's so good. It's delicious. <laughs> I I love early CGI TV shows because they clearly don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, they and like it's beautiful to watch them. Yeah, that's awesome. So people are recommending Reign of Fire as a modern dragon movie. I don't know if you've seen Reign of Fire or not. <laughs> I don't want to now. Because I feel like it's a trap. It's a little bit of a trap. It's I, a tiny trap. I feel like it's a trap. I want to ask, is, is it R-E-I-G-N or R-E-I-G-N? R-E-I-G-N. Okay, let me, let me look this up real quick. You might have seen, like, Stills. That's 2002. That's the movie I was thinking of. There we go. We're in it. Oh! <laughs> you know how much you have to fuck. You know how much you have to fuck up to piss off IMDb to give you less than seven star, seven out of ten. Like it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Gotta fuck up a lot to get lower than a seven on IMDb. IMDb is very generous. Is it? Like you mean like IMDb is like the rating they give you as opposed to like the aggregate rating? Yeah. Or, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, they're 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 pretty generous, honestly. Then like the Rotten Tomato score is like less than fifty percent. It's like yeah. When it's that low, it could either be a really delight to see, it could still be a really fun time, or it will be truly nightmare fuel into your eyes. I around around the forty percent, I feel like it's a bunch of like movie critics going. Don't waste your time on this garbage. Mm -hmm. And then it's like a bunch of college kids going like, dude, you gotta watch this. You gotta you know? see it. <laughs> you 
Like it's it's like your friend going, This movie is so bad, the acting is so weird, and they have all these weird CGI dragons. And I know you have to do anything Thursday. I'm not doing anything Thursday. So now we have a plan for this Thursday. It's one of those things where your friend goes, your friend traps you into doing something. Right. Uh, and you're like, well, I guess I don't have an excuse to not watch Rain of Fire. So I guess we're watching Rain of Fire. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, This has been a lot of fun. We're at like the hour mark, and that's usually where we, we sort of wrap things up. Um, What are you, I mean, so you're working on the solar punk thing. What, what other things are you working on right now that folks can like, where, where can we put people's eyes on you if you wish to have people's eyes on you on things right now? Oh, I mean, I've touched eyeballs before. I don't want them on me. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Wait, why? Uh, Wait, <laughs> before you go into things, why have you touched eyeballs? Eh, weird career paths. Okay, um, okay. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram under HTT Paladin. Uh, that's where I'll usually shit post and eventually reveal certain projects. <clears throat> I got one I'm announcing in like the next week or two here um, for for crowdfunding. Uh, yeah, you can announce one there. Uh, I see this wherever I go, but I can't just enough. Please don't find me on Facebook. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't People, even I say that. At, I keep saying it as a joke at like you know panels and talks and whatnot, and people think I'm joking. Like they laugh, but I'm giving a dead serious face of don't find me on Facebook. That's weird. That's really weird. That's super weird. Yeah, and I'm still getting friend requests from people who I don't know. That's super super strange. That's uncomfortable. Yeah. It really truly is, my friend. Um, but you can find me on Twitter primarily, where I, I talk about different things I'm working on, talking about different topics. Uh, and I got, I think, three books in crowdfunding this year. Dang. You are busy. Three? Three, yeah. I mean, it's, I'm trying to work on enough things that will give me royalties, mm. like healthy royalties, not like damn skilled royalties, uh, to the point where once I hit 30, I can kind of slow the fuck down. Yeah. Because I'm only 28, and I'm trying to, like, take things easier when I hit 30. Yeah, I'm past that. Past that. And I've decided to ramp up, so I'm going the wrong direction. (laughs) But hey, maybe it'll be okay. Maybe it'll be okay. Yeah. That's awesome. So you've got three projects. Folks should definitely follow you on Twitter, uh, see about those projects. Is the Solar Punk one one of them? Or is that... Okay, that's further down the way. Gotcha. That's next year. Okay. Okay. Cool. I'm excited. Awesome. Um, well, uh, is there anything else, uh, that you wanted to, I mean, we've just been bullshitting, but is there anything that we've missed that was obvious or anything like that? Uh, no, but I'm going to take this opportunity to say blowjob, 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 fucking FTs. There we go. I think that's yeah. the best way to sign off on the show that I've ever experienced. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Uh, thank you so much for everybody in chat or watching this later or listening on the podcast version. Uh, appreciate all of you. Uh, we will be back next week uh, for uh, Coffee Break uh, again. Uh, it will be Travis Hill, uh, who I'm really excited about. Travis uh, is a, a great uh, game designer, also is a fellow psychologist. Uh, he, he's an ed- educational psychologist, so you'll probably hear a lot of weird brain talk next week. So if you're into brain talk, come on by next week. Um, Otherwise, have yourselves a wonderful rest of your morning, afternoon, evening, wherever it is you are. 
and we will see you later. Bye!